Hi, welcome back to another episode of The Aesthetic Life. I'm April Boyd. For those of you who don't know me, I have been a licensed esthetician um, for the last 23 years. Um, I'm currently a medical esthetician here in the state of Michigan, and I also hold a license in the state of North Carolina as well. Um, This week, we had kind of a change of plans. My friend Anna, who is a nurse practitioner, was going to be a guest on this episode. However, Anna is um, ready to give birth to her first baby. So she is now on maternity leave. And so we switched gears. Um, I'm super, super happy for Anna and so excited for her and to meet her little uh, little new baby um, once he arrives. So um Anna, I hope you're doing well and we're thinking about you. So um, my friend Sarah decided uh, to jump on with me this week and we talked about um, some concerns and some questions that she had um, that maybe um, others might have as well. So we um, talked about um, some things about SPF um, and answered some questions about um, over-the-counter Um, products as well. So hope you enjoy. If you have any questions, I want to know what you want to know from me. So um, respond on Instagram. There's going to be a link where you can leave me a voice memo. Please do that. I appreciate the ones that I've gotten so far. And I also want to say again, thank you all so much. Every day I get so many awesome kind messages and um, I've gotten great feedback and I just wanted to tell everyone thank you for the support. Um, It really means the world to me and I really, really do appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hey, Sarah. Hey, April. Thanks for joining me on my podcast once again. Yes, of course. This is always fun. I'm excited to hear every episode. Good. I'm glad. You have to support it because you're my best friend. But of course I will. I do appreciate your support. And I love that you get to come on here regularly with me. Me too. I'm excited. I feel like we're still living close by. (laughs) Yeah, only like 2,000 miles apart. But right. Yes. And when I say close by... It was five hours away, but it still felt close. I know. It was pretty close in comparison to what it's been. Yes. Anyway, we'll just pretend. So <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk about today? Um, great question. Uh, I've been listening to all of your shows, which you've had some really super cool topics on lately. So I think... Thank you. I mean, we can... We could rehash all those fun topics or we could start talking about something new. Um, Let's talk about something new. Okay. So. What do you want to know? I'm an open book. All right. So first question, I guess. Um, I'm kind of shooting from the hip here. But obviously we're both in our 40s. Next month we both turn 43, which is crazy to me. I know, right? I don't even feel 40. but Me either. The reality is it's another year or the alternative is far, far worse. But um, so 43 it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of friends here that I've um, interacted with in Utah and 
skincare keeps coming up. And I think it's because the majority of my friends are in the same age. There's a lot of people looking to obviously make themselves look better, whether it's fitness or, um, you know, skincare or whatever. Um, so a lot of things have come up in conversation and two of the topics were stuff that you and Debbie talked about last week, Botox and Dysport. Yes. Um, but also girls talk, com- uh, I guess often or a common topic is evening skin tone, what mm-hmm. to wear, foundations, SPF, skin fillers, like all the things that you kind of have your hands on and somehow they weave into everyday conversations that I have too. And I'm not in your field, but we talk often about those topics and I send you the random questions through text or over the phone. So maybe we can chat about yeah, some well, of that stuff. You know, I think number one, we we are all aging. Like there's not one of us that is not aging. Um, so we, there's no, there's no way around it. We're all aging. Um, but I think really at the end of the day, we all have the same goals and that is to age beautifully or to age the best way that we, we can. Right. Um, and one of the other, I guess, common things that I hear in my treatment room is, you know, men or women both. Well, I mean, more women when I say this, um, I hear people say, I just want to be able to either wear less makeup or just to feel comfortable with my skin without anything on. And so honestly, I feel like so many of us have that same goal too. Um, You want to be able to not have to wear makeup if you don't want to. And so a lot of people want to make sure their skin tone is even. And honestly, sun damage is all accumulative. So some of the sun damage you're seeing now at almost 43 years of age is from when you were like five years old running around outside and maybe you didn't have SPF on and it, you may not have seen it then, you know, also in your twenties, when you know, everything (laughs) you look in the mirror and you're like, Oh, I look great. I don't need SPF. Well, guess what? When you're almost 43, you're going to see those effects. Right. And And let's be real. I wasn't wearing sunscreen when I was a kid running around in the sun. I, I wasn't, wasn't either wearing sunscreen really when I was 20, unless I knew it was going to be a super long day. When I was 12, I got a month of tanning. I mean, <laughs> you, you remember when we were getting ready for homecoming for prom, yes, sunset would, tanners, or I think yes, that's what it was called. sunset beach, we would go and we would tan and that was not uncommon. Now we know damage that occurs with, you know, those types of tanning bulbs and um and the sun and you know now we now we know so now we do better right it shows up in um accelerated aging it shows up in um uneven tone pigment um you know there's a lot of things that um that happens but wearing spf is important um i love a good mineral spf just to not do any further damage. Okay. Damage that has been done. Okay. It's been done, but let's stop it from continuing. Right. So, you know, making sure that we're, we're wearing, um, SPF and we're reapplying every two hours of exposure time. That Um, actually is a really great, um, I guess, segue into the SPF conversation or just even in the skin tone, because 
reapplying every two hours isn't really something that everybody can do. And some people work inside. Some people work outside. Like, does that rule apply to people who so, have an inside job? How much how much sun exposure requires yes. sunscreen? And I know you're going to say all of it, but like the application piece of, you know, putting sunscreen on every two hours isn't necessarily feasible to the busyness of life. So how do you how do you get around that? So, you know, there are, um, if you're working inside, you're, if you're working near a window, if that window doesn't have UV filters, then it, yeah, it can still affect you. Um, those rays will still penetrate through the glass. Um, if you're in a car, if those windows don't have UV filters, they're still going to have those rays penetrate through the windows. Um, on a sunny day, even on a cloudy day, those rays still penetrate even through the clouds. Um, so cloudy days are no exception. You need to wear SPF. Um, in the wintertime, you still need to wear SPF. That's a common misconception. People think, oh, it's not summer. I don't need to wear it. Yes, you do. Um, you've got snow glare. That's going to make those um, rays stronger. In the summertime, you've got the glare from the water, the glare from the sand. Um, so you've got to protect yourself all year round. So um, there are SPFs that are out there now. Um, one of my favorites is by Skin Better Science. It's a compact. It has a tone smart technology. You can apply it um, right over top of your makeup. Most people aren't going to want to take a liquid SPF and put that on over top of their makeup. They're not going to do that. But with this compact, it'll absorb excess oil um, in the T-zone. And it does not mess up your makeup. You can go ahead and reapply right over top. So what about the makeup that already has SPF built in? Is that enough or should we no, be applying on top of it's that? It's not enough. Number one, it's probably like an SPF 15, which is pretty much nothing. Um, but also, if you have any kind of hyperpigmentation or any kind of damage in the skin that usually, um, you know, that's some kind of inflammatory response, um, putting a chemical SPF in the mix is going to absorb um, radiation, which then can exacerbate that inflammation in the skin. And so I don't recommend that. And it's just not enough protection. Well, that's good to know. Yes. So mineral SPF is going to be my go-to all the time. And something like um, Skin Better's Compact SPF, which has an SPF of 68, um, is what I'd recommend. Okay. But you say that, and I've never once seen Skin Better on shelves at a drugstore or department store. I've only ever seen them. That's in, not where they find in, it. That's not where yeah, you find it. In your med spa. So what do common folk look for if they don't know how to find a company like the skin better products or well you can see a link that i have um to find skin better um it's going to be hard for you to find a good quality mineral spf unless you're looking um in a med spa or in a reputable um skin establishment you're going to find a lot of um they're out there but they're very hard to find you're going to find a lot of chemical spfs 
um, that also include some questionable ingredients. If you're going out in the sun, you're going to spend a day on the beach, or you're going to, I don't know, go to a ton of soccer games like I do. Um, That's, but you're looking for more full body coverage for like the kids. Are you looking to use a product like Skin Better, or could you use a different type of mineral sunscreen? Yeah. MD Solar Science. MD Solar Science is another uh, SPF that I think is great. It has a lot of antioxidants in it. Um, it's mineral. Um, I think it's like a mineral or a SPF 40. Um, there's a kid's formula. Um, there's uh, green tea extract. There's um, vitamin C. Um I can't think of, there's other antioxidants in it as well, but that's a really great, um, SPF. They have a stick that you can put on, um, for the kids. It's easy for them to apply on their face. I actually have one. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Good. Um, And then like, I'm talking more about body. Cause I know you walk in the same stores I walk in and you have access to these products that are a lot higher grade. And obviously the link is posted, but like, I'm in a pinch. I need to run into Walgreens. And I know I need to look for a mineral SPF. Like, what would you recommend? Do you, there's banana boat. There's, no. you know, all those. Banana boat like, is typically going to have chemical SPF. But um, a lot of those products, very similar names that all of us would recognize mm-hmm. from growing up. Um, you're saying no, even if they're mineral. They may have a mineral in them, but it's going to be hard for you to find one of those formulations. But MD Solar Science, I believe, is now going to be carried in stores like Walgreens. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's what I would recommend. Healthy skin um, is definitely in. Um, I think it's always been in, but a lot of people weren't aware. And and that wasn't like, you know, when we were growing up, everybody wanted to have tan skin. And now (laughs) I think there's more education on what that means. And that's actually your body's defense mechanism when you get a tan. Um, And I think now the shift has happened where, you know, the skin health um, is recognized. And so when you, you know, I feel like the goal now is to have that healthy looking skin. And I like that. That's where, um, you know, where we are right now. I'm chuckling because in my mind, I remember walking into Sunset Beach and picking out a sticker and it had to be (laughs) the same sticker every time so that I could see how tan I got. Oh my gosh. Oh, I know. It's terrible now, right? To think we did that to our skin. I don't even know if my kids would know what to do if I put them in to a room with a tanning bed and said, oh, okay, go. They That's have good. No I'm glad they don't know. I think they'd be like, like, does it hurt? What's it going to be like? Yeah. You know, all the hurt. questions where it, it was so normalized to us. <laughs> and it, it was a very, it was very much a luxury, but also kind of almost a standard. It was, but we just didn't have that education at the time about um, the damage it was really doing. And so it was a lot of that, um, I guess, blind following. We were just doing what everybody else was doing. Okay, so Because that was the beauty standard back then, right? Right. And it it was the social, I don't don't want to say. Social norm. It was the social norm. Um, Okay, so next question then, like, there's still times where we want to be a little bit more tan in the summertime because it's summertime, whether it's sun made or, you know, artificially made. But 
what are some good alternatives to use? Yeah. So sometimes we still want to have that glowy skin and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, we don't have to all look, you know, super pale and (laughs) have no color at all, but there are healthier ways to achieve that. Um, whether it is getting a spray tan, there are some, um, some spray tans. So across the board, there are some that could be pore clogging. Um, (laughs) check the formulation of where you're going to go have a spray tan. Um, a lot of times you can see those ingredients. So if you're acne prone, um, maybe take a look at those ingredients and see what is actually going into the product. But, um, so there are some good alternatives though, um, that some companies will use too. So spray tans are one option. Um, there are things that you can go to like your Ulta or Sephora and I think even Target, um, and pick up, um, or online, you can buy them too. Um, like one of my favorites is, uh, the tan Lux drops. I love that. I just mix a couple of drops in with my moisturizer and apply that after a shower. Um, and it has aloe, it has raspberry. Um, it has a lot of, um, antioxidants and just, I really like, um, how it's just a natural glow. You can kind of adjust it. Do you use that year round or do you just use it whenever you want? Oh, no, I use it year round. So, and is it drastic or is it just? It can be if you want it to be. So you can kind of make it, um, as intense as you want. Um, you just use more drops. So the number of drops equals the tint color essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you like when you wash your face, does that wash off or is it, uh, skin? I don't know. Is it? So yes, as your skin exfoliates, um, that pigment, um, kind of goes away, but with tan Lux drops, I really like that. It just kind of, um, fades away on its own. There are some other self tanners where it's like, okay, it's getting really splotchy. Um, and it looks really uneven and not cute after a while, but tan Lux, I feel like it fades, um, really, really nicely. So that's not noticeable like that. I think you're like one of the only people though, that's really ever talked to me about the importance of SPF. Well, good. I'm Other glad. Than maybe the dermatologist, but it's my duty as an esthetician and your best friend to be there for you. I like it though, because I mean, 20 years ago, I would have looked to the tanner for what I would have considered healthy looking skin at the time without two thoughts given of what it would do to me, you know, two decades later. And right. obviously change and really all aspects takes time. So it's good that I have you constantly reinforcing what I can do better. <laughs> I'm happy to be here to do that for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being my advocate, my cheerleader. Always, always. And I'm your personal esthetician at your disposal. I know. And I take full advantage of it. Good. That's <laughs> your privilege. Think, I think you can vouch that just yesterday I was sending you links saying, what about this? What about this? I heard about this. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm here for. I do it you all the time. Me. We should screenshot some of our texts and throw them out on social media because I do think um, people would be like, oh, that's kind of cool info. Other times, maybe not. I don't know that that's the best idea ever <laughs> because. <laughs> not all the screenshots, of course. I think I saw a meme on Instagram that said something about if our messages to each other went public, we would be we'd, we'd both in be trouble. Done. Yeah. 
And I think that's, that's so true. <laughs> well, there's, there's zero filter and I'm not talking about like zero Snapchat style filters. <laughs> nope. We're a hundred percent real with each other about everything and anything. So yeah, let's not awesome. share those screenshots with this podcast. I have, um, there is, and I'm going to be sharing it on Instagram, I think later this weekend. Um, there is a link where you can leave me a voice memo. Um, and so I would encourage people, if there's something you want to know about, something you want to talk about, um, leave me a message and we can discuss it. Whatever. I want to know what you want to know. So let me know. <laughs> well, I want to know all the things. And actually, I've been writing down topics for future podcasts future questions that I can ask you. So I've already got an idea of other things that we can discuss because I do think that a lot of the stuff that I'm curious about, other people are curious about too. They may not be asking the questions or have the resource to ask them. Um, I agree with you hundred percent. And I think that's good. Yeah. And Google has a lot of answers, but not always can it give you the right advice. I would agree with that too. So I feel validated that you agree with me on so much. I do. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great We're thing. two peas in a pod most yes. of the time. Yes. Separated by 2,000 miles, but that's okay. Well, it doesn't even feel like it. No. And that's what makes us so great. And the podcasts are even just like kind of like, I don't know. I would almost consider it therapy for me because I just get to hear you talking. I don't even have to talk back. I just sit there. Listen. <laughs> well, I think it's fun, but I also think sometimes to myself, oh my gosh, are we going to forget that we're recording and, you know, just have our regular, like no filtered. I mean, there is no filter here right now, but are we going to forget and just like say things that we don't even realize we're talking about? I don't know. Uh, maybe. It, in may the future, it may happen. It's very probable um so if that does happen um i'm sorry but i'm not sorry <laughs> <laughs> it is whatever it is it's it's all good though yes you happen to have a lot more answers maybe than the common person or you know i think people word of mouth is a very powerful thing and once somebody finds a product that they like regardless of the brand or the quality um it tends to spread. And I mean, just last month, my kids were searching the shelves. Because I don't want you to buy something that's like a shit product. Shit products that cost a lot of money. And people yeah. equate sometimes expense to quality. And it's not oh, the case. Yes. I get that all the time. Like, I'll have somebody come in and say, oh, my gosh, I just spent $300 on this, like, high-end um, cream that I got at um, Neiman Marcus. And it's like fragrance, perfume, and all this other bullshit. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad you spent $300 on nothing because it's, it has no active ingredients that are doing anything beneficial for your skin. Like, I know, I but they're know. suckered into so, it smells so good or and you it's know, just, the, the packaging. So nice and, yes. and, yeah. And it's at Neiman Marcus. So let's just spend $300 on it because we want to feel special because we bought it here and we spent so much money. You know, you can spend $300. Go ahead if you want to, but you need to know what it's going to be doing and what is in it. And I'm sorry, but if the ingredient deck is like so huge and 
the active ingredient is at the very end, no, don't do it. It's funny though, because when I do buy the more expensive products that I've confirmed with you, especially when it comes to skincare are good. I am very, very conscious about how they're used. I don't, especially like, you know, it does cost a little bit more to be, to be using the more quality product. I think one of the things that, um, for example, I know you've used um, some retinols that um, I've recommended. And the one that I remember you buying had, it was like, there's a vacuum sealed pump that it comes in. And one pump is really all you need. And I've had people come back in, like, I just bought this last month. It's already, and I'm like, wait, you what? Like, how much are you using? And they use more because they think more is better. better. And I'm like, no, you're just wasting your money. You are wasting product because more does not equal more. I am very um, careful to not overuse. Yeah, you'll just end up wasting product and wasting money. Part of that is just that I'm a frugal person by nature. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely are. (laughs) It's a blessing and a curse. That's right. Sometimes I'm like, Sarah, just buy it, whatever it is. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, I got to follow what Sarah's doing and not buy whatever it is that I'm trying not to buy. <laughs> right. It is, it's, it's just me. And then sometimes when we're shopping and you're like, but do you really need it? And I'm like, damn it, Sarah, stop. <laughs> stop because I really want it and it's going to bring me some materialistic joy for a couple Yes. Sometimes I need that in my life. But I, I tend to analyze and I, I want to know, like, if I'm going to spend $40 <laughs> on this, is there something better out there that's 42 or is there something better out there that's 35 you, you are always like, you can't. I love that about you. You're always like, I need to see all the options <laughs> first. You need to see everything, the full picture first. Right. So that you I, can analyze all of it. Yeah. And, and then, then, and then maybe the one, one, I find what it is that I want. Maybe I can find it on sale. Maybe. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is the best one. This is what I want. Yes. And then Very I just go so. after it. Meanwhile, I'm like Googling as you're checking out. Just to make sure that before we leave the store that it's the best <laughs> deal for you. <laughs> I know. Do you remember when we went and we got Lainey's um, bedroom stuff at home? Goods? Yes. That was so fun, though. We were so room. good. I always got compliments on her room. It was so cute. Every aisle we went down, it was like, oh, my God, look at this. And then we could put this with this. And it was like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. But I know you, you love to go to the clearance section at Home Goods first. And because let's be real, the majority of the time I walk in there, I don't really need anything. Oh, none of us need anything from Home Goods. I'm hoping to find something that, you know, fixes a problem or some solution. But I don't need. Oh, no. But it's fun to go in. And then there's like, I don't know, you go on a home goods journey throughout the store and throughout the different sections. And you find all these little treasures. And it's like you have to buy it because you know that if you don't, it's gone. It's like Costco, you know, like oh, yeah, you they either it, have it and you get it or you risk that the next time you come back, they just don't have it. Yeah, it's like a one of a kind. But it's funny because that shopping spree was 
not the norm for me because I did spend money. I did buy the blankets and the matching pillow and whatever. It was Um, so fun. But it was your money, not mine. It (laughs) looks, that's true, but it looks super cute. More times than not, I'll go in there. I'll spend an hour looking around and I'll buy three things that are, right? you know, stuff that I didn't come for. A lot of times you don't find everything you're looking for, right? But that trip was like, oh my God, there's a throw pillow. There's a throw blanket. It was like, oh my God, here's a decoration. Here's a wall. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, look at these oven I've been needing new ones. Yeah, it was like all the things. Like everywhere we turned, it was like it all came together immediately. So but, it was kind of fun. Bottom line is I don't need. And I have to remind myself of that because it's like those memes or you know those like quotes that you see like I hate going to Target because I don't understand how two plus six plus eight plus four equals five hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> um it's very easy. It's called Target and everything looks really cute. And oh. so you just put it in your cart and then that's how that happens. Yeah retail therapy. Mm-hmm. You know as I'm packing to move only keeping the things that I really love and really want but anytime I move I know when I start unpacking my things for some reason I don't know if it's because it's my new home but I feel like I I know myself I know I'm gonna have the urge to go to home goods I know I'm gonna have the urge to like go get some new throw pillows or new something um when I get to my new home well I can vouch for that because I just did my eighth move <laughs> since joining the Air Force. Oh my gosh. And every single time I'm like, I I get rid of so much before I yes. leave. So six weeks ago, I got my household goods on this last move. And I have a box in every single room and piles of things because I don't have every box unpacked. So I don't have the things that those other items are supposed to go in. And it's just until I get unpacked, I don't purge because well that's the hard part too is the organizing of the new space because it may not be the exact same setup as your the home you were in previously right but because I do love a good organized home I do too I just wish I had a little bit more time and every single day so I could spend it unpacking or you know I agree because always that's something but you yeah, can't really right. consistently do it and get it all done at once. And that drives me crazy too in the beginning. It's definitely a change. And change is never comfortable. It's it's sometimes it's, very, it's necessary though. It is. And every move has proven to be worth it in some regard. Yes. But there's places and homes and people that I miss from previous locations that I wish, you know, I could all just bring with me because if I could, I'm sure it would be so much easier and so much more fun and so much more perfect. And I still do appreciate all the positives in my life. So change is change, I guess. Yeah. And it's, it's good inevitable. and bad. What did you say? I said, it's inevitable. It will happen. Um, yeah. Whether it's due to age or location or stage of life or whatever. <laughs> uh, so I'm still learning how to practice patience. That's okay. Yeah. You can. Keep, I think it's one of those things that sometimes you have to just keep practicing. Yeah, I think I'll be practicing patience till the day I die. And you know, I think I I'm normally not. I mean, 
I can be patient sometimes. But most recently, I feel like I have shown such growth in the amount of patience um, where I'm actually really proud of myself. I think for me, it's less about uh, incorporating patience or practicing the patience. It's Mm -hmm. more about me embracing that stage or the military constantly says, you know, things like embrace the suck because (laughs) it will, this too shall pass. Right. And right. If I can just wait it out, it will change or other things will change, which will change, you know, that one variable that I was hoping to practice my patience with. So I think if you can just look past it or find something more positive to focus on or Mm-hmm. Or just throw yourself into your work. Um, that'll help or, pass or, the time. Or the busyness <laughs> of life. Yes. Like it's just all busy. So I, I have kind of figured out that I shouldn't focus on the things that I want to change because, again, back to what I just said, change is inevitable and every variable that changes will change some other variable. So it's like a, it's that domino effect. And pretty soon, everything kind of morphs into something different. And although I don't know that it's natural for people to always like see the positive and everything, I think it's something that people practice with intention. And yes, I I mean, I don't think, yeah, there are days where, yeah, maybe I don't feel super positive and grounded, but that's where I have you. I just call my best friend and talk it out. And then it's like, okay, you're right. It's funny because earlier today we talked about that exact thing. Like maybe there's, you know, there's, look at the positives here. This thing happened and you didn't know at the time that it's because this thing was going to happen and it was going to be a little bit more turbulent, but maybe it's brewing something that is going to be even better than it is now. So yeah, there's a lot of ways to see the positives. And I think the more that we practice that, the less negative we see. So inherently... If you are focusing on the positives, you're going to see the positives where right. you don't apply positivity with intention. You tend to see the challenges in spotlight. Yes. And then that just, I think, intensifies it. Yeah, it definitely does. It exacerbates the issue. And that makes things harder and more stressful. And nobody wants that. But it's funny how the world turns. It still does every day. <laughs> and every day we are older than the day before so that's back, right back to the beginning we're we're always aging whether we want to believe it or not yeah back so we just need to do it in the best way possible i told my kiddo today i'm like do you really have to have a birthday she's got a birthday on saturday so do you really have to turn nine i know the alternative is not what i want but like i wish you'd stay small and you're not going to be any smaller than you are today wait how old is she turned nine on the ninth so her golden birthday yes it is and she thinks it's a double golden because she's turning nine on nine nine so for her it's extra special and for me it's extra special too so i love her and so tell me about her fabulous dress that she's wearing well we have two one was supposed to be here (laughs) already and one is supposed to be here tomorrow so she's gonna pick and choose one's like got a more of a cream boho um theme to it and the other one is a lot more dressy which of course is her style Um, yes it's more rose gold so she's going 
hopefully, assuming that the dress fits, she's going to go all out. Um, she's almost pretending like this is her sweet 16, but it's not. <laughs> and I'm allowing her to have a birthday party because I never really, I don't love birthday parties and I don't really know how to put on a good show. Um, but <laughs> we're back in Utah. We have friends that were here. We're doing a birthday party and it's going to be fabulous. And if not, she's going to appreciate it anyway. And if she doesn't, then I'll remind her of all the great things she has in her life. And hopefully with a little bit of <laughs> practicing positivity, she will see that she's blessed. Oh, Hattie, she is blessed, but she is a blessing. She, I just love her. She is like this little fashionista and I love her sassiness and her perfectionism and her her, her what her drive like she wants yes to, she doesn't want to just be a doctor she wants to be a surgeon not just a surgeon but a hand surgeon like I love that about she her. knows what she wants to do and <laughs> she's not she's very particular her mind she will change her own mind in her own time but if she wants to and I like that if she wants to I yes. love it she's my bold child and couldn't ask for more in a girl no and she's just her own person and I love that she's like fabulous all the time and she loves a good like dress and she is not afraid to put on the fanciest dress for random everyday tasks (laughs) she said a girl was picking on another girl on the bus today and she said um she's like you gotta stop it you know if if you don't you shouldn't be sitting if you're gonna talk like that you shouldn't be sitting back here and that girl mouthed off to her and she said you know, unless your name's Google, you shouldn't act like you know everything. <laughs> I love that She's so eight. much. She just looks so adorable and cute, and she just gives you these sweet little eyes. But then when you know her, <laughs> She's bold as hell. <laughs> she is. Oh my gosh, she is. Which it's, is great. Yes. And it's, she's like one of the three joys of parenting for me. And, yeah, so I'm going to put on a birthday party this weekend, and next time we're on, we can talk about how it went. But yeah, you'll have to fill me in, fill us in on how uh, that all plays out. How many kids are coming to this party? I think there's going to be 11. Well, she invited 11 kids. Oh, wow. Um, so who knows how many are going to show? I think there's at least seven RSVPs, and some of them have siblings. So, okay. I told him, I said, nobody's allowed upstairs because it's not unpacked, and certainly <laughs> no one's going downstairs because there's so many boxes. So, so let me ask you this. Are you the only adult that will oh, be in the house? I hope not. I'm hoping that parents plan to stay. And I think that that's appropriate. I would stay at my kid's friend's birthday party, especially given that I don't know half the kids that are invited. So, mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait to see how this plays out. I'm, I'm pretty excited for you. And I can't wait to meet her friends and her friend's mom so that maybe I can have new friends too. So it's Well, yeah, be, that's good for that too. It's going to be good. I just can't wait to hear the stories um, because 11 kids to possibly one adult. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then added, that should added, be interesting. Added, it'll be fun. Well, happy birthday, little Hattie. Oh, thank Annie you. Loves you. Definitely message or make sure she gets the message. Yeah. Just, just play the podcast in the car. I will actually. I will. Good idea. But thanks <laughs> for having me on. I, I really enjoy it. I mean, it's normal conversation with you that's going live, but it's good. <laughs> yes, it's fun every time. In the meantime, Sarah, make sure you're wearing your SPF. And um, 
you can catch the link on Instagram. All right. We'll talk.